Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. Uh, If you're a regular listener, I appreciate you coming back by. Uh, I know a lot of people watch the podcast. I do a video version. Uh, For you folks that are just listening to it right now, there's a video version that I have on my YouTube channel, Dieter Melhorn Fishing. Or, if you're watching it, there is an audio podcast, uh, Dieter Melhorn Fishing. It's on all the popular uh, podcast formats out there. So, either way, you've got a way that you can listen or you can watch, and I appreciate you checking it out. Um, uh, for all you folks that may be confused on where the heck all this stuff is at, just go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com. There's links to the podcast, the YouTube channel, Facebook, my guide service here in the Carolinas where I do guided fishing trips. Uh, all the gear I use, people ask about the gear. I've got a gear section up that shows all the gear I use. So a lot of questions are answered on the website, DeidreMellhornFishing.com. So anyway, uh, we'll get down to what's going on. This podcast I decided to do uh, was basically to kind of talk about what goes on this time of the year. This podcast is going up in mid-February. And uh, wintertime, it's still winter. Uh, We're coming into a little bit of a warm streak here. I've got some guide trips this weekend, and it's going to be kind of nice. We're going to have some highs in the 60s, uh, upper 60s, as a matter of fact, some overnight lows in the 40s, which is nice, uh, considering it's still winter. We're not even close to spring yet, Uh, but it's going to turn back cold next week, so we're going to get back to more seasonal temperatures. Now, for us here in the south, Uh, You know, we've got it pretty good. Uh, I'm not along the coast, and we don't get coastal temperatures, but traditionally for us this time of the year, it's highs in the 40s, maybe 50s, lows around freezing into the 20s. So getting a streak like this is kind of nice, but we're kind of, we've had pretty much a seasonal, normal seasonal temperatures this year. Uh, We even had some snow. We've had a couple uh, of accumulating snowfalls which has been nice. We always love that. The wonderful thing about snow in the south, though, guys, especially you guys in the north, is our snow goes away about 24 hours after it shows up. So uh, you guys don't get that luxury like we do. I know some of your snows, they're there all winter. So our stuff goes away, and our ramps uh, are open all year long. Uh, Nothing freezes over down here. So we get the fish. And, uh, you know, it's, it's... I bring all this up because... There are certain seasonal patterns that start to happen, uh, and depending on where you're at. Obviously, this is going to be different, different lakes, different rivers. Rivers are going to be totally different than what lakes are this time of the year. But that's kind of the thing I was going to go over on what I'm seeing, where I'm fishing, and the places I'm on are reservoirs. We really don't have any major rivers uh, like you guys that are on the Mississippi or Missouri River, Ohio, or anything like that. We've got rivers that these lakes are built on. But they're not a constant flow kind of river like you guys. That's a whole different ball game in the effect there. And I'm not going to speak too much of that because that's kind of out of my wheelhouse on what goes on. But the stuff I'm going to talk about is a little more of the seasonal patterns that we see happen. Uh, and a lot of this stuff tends to translate to other lakes and other bodies of water. So 
a little info for people out there that are kind of new to this game of trying to fish in the wintertime. Uh, I've got a lot of people that listen to the podcast and watch it on YouTube that are kind of new to fishing, trying to learn. That's kind of what we're going to talk about. What we're seeing right now is water temperatures in the mid to upper 40s, which honestly isn't that bad. When you start getting into the upper 40s, it is cold. Don't get me wrong, but... Uh, I was fishing in the, or I was filming at the Ice Bowl Tournament, which is in Virginia on the North Carolina-Virginia line, Kerr Lake, home to the world record blue catfish. And uh, that was a week or so ago, uh, two weeks ago now, and water was cold. It was uh, it was cold enough that the Ice Bowl earned its name. There was ice on the water. Uh, one of the mornings when we came out, I was with Joey Baird out there, and uh, there was ice on the water. Uh, we were busting through ice about a quarter inch thick. So obviously that's freezing temperatures to get that cold. Uh, water, we saw water temperatures down in the lake anywhere from 38 to uh, up around 45, 46. Uh, one of the things that happens there, and this is something that you folks keep in mind depending on where you're fishing, in the wintertime, uh, especially on lakes, not everything, just because it's cold cold in one place uh it's not necessarily going to be that way somewhere else and what i'm talking about here on kerr lake was a good example around the boat ramp uh which is in the upper reaches of the lake uh the boat ramp we went out of uh, the water was dingier uh it was not getting good light penetration and uh you know therefore it's not going to heat up as quickly uh, it'll hold heat, but it's not going to heat up as quickly. Um, the other areas further down the lake, uh, this area where it was, you know, heavily stained, dingy, muddy, is where we were seeing the ice. You get further down the lake, water was much clearer, wasn't getting the inflow from the rivers, and uh, there was no ice, and it was six to seven degrees warmer. Uh, that light penetration is what really helps with keeping that water warmer. And uh, you could tell that, you know, a little bit further downstream. And I say all this because uh, in the wintertime, it's probably more critical than it is in the summertime as far as finding temperature breaks on some of these lakes and even rivers. Rivers are a little bit more difficult because the water's all the time moving and it's churning stuff up and you get a lot more mix going on. But there are places in rivers, pockets, uh, some of the oxbows and stuff like that, that will have different water temperatures than what you will have on a main river. But speaking to the lakes and reservoirs specifically, uh, those water temperatures will vary. So sometimes it pays to look around. You guys that are bank fishing, well, you know, you're stuck with where you're at. And that's one of the bad things about bank fishing in the wintertime. You may be subjected to ice quicker than anybody because a lot of times you're stuck in some of that shallower water in the back of some of these coves where there's less movement, that kind of thing. And at some of the places I rode around and shot some drone footage and uh, was riding around looking in some of these places. And a lot of these coves and stuff had ice back in them, uh, back in these little pockets and stuff uh, where these boat ramps were. There was a lot more ice. Water was a lot colder there. So for bank fishermen, it can be a lot tougher. Um, the other thing that's tough is, generally speaking, when it's really cold like that, you don't see a lot of fish in the shallower water. Now, there are some exceptions to that, uh, big exceptions. Uh, just last weekend, there was a big catfish tournament on Santee Cooper, and uh, they were catching a lot of fish in some shallow water. Uh, there was, uh, 
and the water was not remarkably warmer. It was warmer than what it has been two weeks ago, ago but it was not you know, remarkably warmer. It wasn't like a 10 or 50 degree jump, but some of these fish had pulled in there. Generally speaking, when it's cold, cold, when you start getting to that lower 40 degree water, a lot of times these fish are pulled out of there, and it's mainly because the bait pulls out of there. Now, with that said, that's a general rule. There are some weird things that happen uh, in the winter and in the summer uh, that, for whatever reason, there's bait and there's fish in these shallower areas, these pockets. One thing we saw on the guides that I was riding with on Kerr Lake was while you could be up in a creek arm, once you got into the coves themselves, there were not a lot of fish in there. They were pulled out further to at least where they had access to deeper water uh, because that's where the bait was. The bait's there for, you know, whatever reason, uh, whether it be temperatures, part of it. It also has to do with what they're feeding on, and uh, the magic combination was that deeper water. If you can find the bait, you can find the fish most of the time. So that's kind of something to keep in mind with what's going on. Now, this time of the year, the other thing to keep your eyes on is if we get a temperature spike, like we're getting ready to have here in this area, uh, the temperature is going to be firing up, going from highs in the 40s uh, to highs in the upper 60s. Some of that shallower water uh, that's getting good light penetration is going to heat up. Uh, and when that happens, some of those bait fish will move into those areas. Some of the you know, predator fish will move into there and start moving around, looking around more to see what's in there. It's a lot easier for them to ambush and kill something in shallow water because it has really nowhere to go than it is to kill it in 70, 80 feet of water. So there's an advantage to them being in their feeding. It's part of the reason when you get fish stacked up on points and stuff, water's pushing up shallower, there's less stuff for them to have to move through to ambush some of these fish. So my point is, keep an eye on what the weather's doing this time of the year. It's going to get, generally speaking, warmer and warmer. It's still going to be cold. It is still winter time, like I said earlier, but keep an eye on the weather. Uh, as we get out of February into March, uh, we're getting more and more daylight, which means things are going to heat up more and more. And we're going to start to get some of those swings and those rises. There's still going to be cold days. That's the thing that can break your heart this time of the year is that things go really good. It warms up for a little bit. And then, poof, you get a cold front that comes through and temperatures are back into the lower 20s. And, or you get snow, uh, which is not out of the question in February and March. And uh, But... Those are kind of some things to keep in mind with what's going on with the fish. It's not prime time yet for fishing uh, by any means. So uh, if you're, you know, deciding on whether to burn some of your vacation time to go fishing, now's not the best time to use that. Uh, with that said, if you got a chance to go fish, go fish because some magic can happen. Um, the ice bowl tournament. Uh, this past week, if you subscribe to my channel, you saw the uh, video that I put up, a short uh, video there of 112-pound fish being caught. Uh, I mean, an amazing fish uh, in the ice bowl, ice bowl tournament. Obviously, it won it. Uh, now, with that said, I think second place was around 60-some pounds, so it fell off quickly. Um, and there were a lot of fish in the 30s. And it fell off quickly from there, and there were people who didn't bring in any fish at all. So it may not be the best fishing around, 
but some stuff can happen. Uh, so if you got a chance, get out and go. But like I said, I wouldn't cash in any vacation time right now, uh, you know, trying to get out there and go fishing. If you're dying in an end of fishing mood, but you can't go fishing because there's ice or anything else, Think about the Catfish Conference. I'm going to do a podcast uh, talking about that. Um, the Catfish Conference is coming up in Louisville uh, at the end of February. And uh, you guys that are snowed in, iced in, too cold to fish, fishing's miserable, you don't want to go out in those conditions, you can at least get your fish game on by going to the, uh, the uh, Catfish Conference. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky, it's a great show. Everybody from the Catfish industry is going to be there, so... Uh, you can lay your hands on a lot of the stuff that I use, uh, the, some of the stuff that I don't use that I talk about. Uh, these uh, Catch the Fever rods over here, Catch the Fever will have a huge setup and display there. And uh, the folks from Catfish who are here on my hat, uh, they have all their clothing stuff and some of the gadgets they have. The cutting boards they make are really cool. Every rod company around will be there. Uh, lots of tackle, that kind of stuff. Uh, Anchors, it's a great place to buy anything that is going to cost you a fortune to get shipped to you, like fishing rods, anchors, uh, the never lost anchor that I use. Uh, they will be there. Uh, they'll have a booth set up. So something for you that to do uh, who, um, you know, maybe snowed in, iced in, just not the best fishing conditions right now. And hey, listen, some people just don't want to go fishing when it's this cold, and I understand that. So uh, that's kind of a little winter break uh, that you can get out there and check out some stuff fishing. But again, if you got a chance to go fishing, go. Uh, it, it's listen, it, it the the magic can happen at any time, and uh, depending on what the conditions are and the cycle of what's going on with what you're going, um, or what's going on where you're at you can find some fish and you can catch them. So, uh, you know, bait-wise, uh, bait is can be kind of a tough deal, especially for bank fishermen this time of year. A lot of times, the uh, shad, if you're trying to catch shad, gizzard shad, threadfin, a lot of times those fish are a lot deeper. So uh, you run into some issues there with uh, having to use a tape net or something like that to get down to them. And let's face it, throwing a cast net in cold weather is not only not fun, uh, it can be dangerous if it's below freezing, uh, especially if you're in a boat or if you're trying to do it from a dock. Uh, probably the best time in the world to throw a cast net is when uh, in freezing weather is when you're on the bank because you don't have to worry about slipping. Boats can get real dangerous. So uh, that can be tough with bait. Uh, you know, you can go with some of the alternative baits, as I call it, chicken. Chicken still works in the wintertime. Uh, just for those who have watched my channel know that I use it. Uh, I use it continuously. I use it year-round. It produces fish. Uh, just plain chicken breast will work just fine. If you can get shad, if you can get skipjack, any of those baits will work. It can be a little tougher getting access to them, especially castinating fish. But, uh, you know, some of the warm water discharges, if you have nuclear plants or coal fire plants on uh, the lakes that you're fishing, Good places to find the skipjack, find the shad, maybe a little bit shallower. But if you can buy bait where you're at, it's a good time to um, pad the pocket of your local bait man. And uh, this is when they earn their money this time of year by keeping those bait tanks full so that uh, you don't have to go out and catch it. So um, as far as depths of water, it's like I said earlier, it can vary greatly. Generally speaking, fish are going to be deeper. Uh, and I'm not talking the deepest part of the lake. I'm talking deeper water than right up on the bank into two, three, four, five, six, seven feet of water. Um, 
that's kind of a general rule of thumb. As far as time of day, I'm going to be honest with you, night fishing, if you want to do it, great, good luck, have fun, uh, if it's the only time you can go. But generally speaking, you're going to catch more fish during the day. Fish are more active during daylight hours in the wintertime. Uh, and, you know, if it's the only time you got to go is at night, that's fine, go. But just remember, be careful, uh, for one, because generally there's nobody out there. If you have an issue, a boat failure, you go into the water, uh, there's nobody around to help you like there is in the summer. And uh, the other thing is, it's cold. So it's colder at night when there's no sun on you than there is during the day when you got a little bit of light on you. So uh, if you got a choice, fish during the day. And honestly, uh, a lot of times fishing on up in the middle of the day, um, don't let... Don't think you have to be out there right at daylight. There are some days where that early, early fishing works. And, uh, you know, my guy trips, if that's what's working, we're going to be out there at daylight. But a lot of times, you can get out there later in the day and catch fish. So don't get locked into that um, as much. So, you know, get out there, spend some time on the water if you can. If not, uh, sit back by the fire, uh, watch some of the videos, listen to some of the podcasts on fishing. Maybe go to the Catfish Conference and enjoy yourself out there and uh, keep, uh, keep your powder dry for when it warms up. So hopefully that gives you a little something to think about here uh, on what's going on fishing and uh, in the catfish world right now. And uh, until next time, we'll catch you out on the water.